last time on the Lords of Grantham podcast, we watched Bridgerton Season 1, Episode 3, The Art of the Swoon. In that episode, Simon licked some spoons, and uh, Daphne really fell for him, and she kept falling hard until he said, we gotta break this off. I'm not the marrying kind. And now, she's finding herself going for the prince. She, she wants to make that happen. So we'll follow up on that and more this week on the Lords of Grantham podcast. Circling and circling and circling and circling Circling you circle in your circle some more You circle keep on circling and circling and circling Circling and circling Checking out your opponent And just like that we're back to Bridgerton I mean we never left That's true we did never leave but you know <laughs> It's been People a week. People that were waiting it's a week. Been, it's been yeah. a full week. <laughs> they might have been like, I don't know, maybe they'll go to Downton Abbey season whatever episode or whatever. No, no, no. We are sticking to it. No. And by the end of this episode, we'll be halfway through the first season of Bridgerton. It's only eight episodes? I thought it was ten. It's only eight. Well, that's a shame. I mean, is it? I'm a, I mean, I'm a fan so far, so. Well, we'll get more Bridgerton uh, seasons, so, uh, you know, it's okay. It's enough. Yeah. For full it, hours. I, sure. This, I mean, I did see the the episode start, and I saw 101, and I was like, oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. And it's not I mean, like if The they... Crown where there's a minute of tra- of opening credits. It was just, it's just Bridgerton. Yeah. I mean, if they wanted to, they could have made these episodes like 45 minutes, and then they could have had like a 10-episode season, just like chop off enough at the end. Just yeah, keep it, that would have been smart. Well, I guess it doesn't really matter yeah, if you're binging it. Doesn't matter. It's it? Netflix. <laughs> what is it to them? Uh, yeah. Um, well, let's catch the audience up in terms of Downton Crown or Bridgerton news of, of any sort. Mm-hmm. I think we got a couple been... production photos, right? Or one production photo? Yeah, we did. They're, they're at the downstairs dining table, you can see. No, but there's that other one with the, with all the cast outside. I haven't seen that one. It's in the Lords of Grantham Lounge. Someone posted it. Um, a few weeks ago, or is it just No, like new? the other day. It's like Robert... I can't keep up with everything. <laughs> I mean... It, it, yeah, it's in there. It's it's a like a director, or they say it's some family member. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 I, yeah. There's Birdie in there, and Edith. Yeah, and, and Rosamond. Yeah, they look happy. Rosamond, that's a big, big get. We weren't sure. Yeah, she's cleaned up really well. Yeah, <laughs> so getting Severn is there. Rosamond's back for down. I mean, the the big story though is, you know, in this photo and one that was recently posted by Hugh Bonneville is. Uh, the slim down. He's glowing oh, yeah. up. <laughs> I don't know if I would call it a glow up. For Hugh Bonneville? He's a handsome man regardless. He wasn't a big, big man. No, but it, it's definitely a difference. And uh, Dave, you he's raised lean. a point. How do they address this? What is the story that they tell to say why he's so skinny now? I don't know. What do you? Maybe he's exercising or something. Maybe they bring the crown into it. He's playing polo or something. I mean, it's got to be something to do with his heart, you know. Like it, it, following up on that season six uh, issues he had with his indigestion. It, it's got to be something like overdue. That Doctor Clarkson comes in and he yeah, gives him like a. Prescription. Well, wouldn't that be great if that's the way to write Clarkson in? It's like the real life uh, slimy down of you. I think that makes sense to me. So it's, do like, it. it's like in Empire Strikes Back with the Wampa scene that they had to justify Mark Hamill. <laughs> having scars after that motorcycle accident. So they're like, all right, let's write the scene into the movie. That's what they're going to do here. Yeah, they got to justify Hugh losing all that weight. <laughs> I mean, that happened to a lot of people during COVID, so good on Hugh for making it happen. 
Yeah, and we know he's been volunteering at a vaccine center, so mm-hmm. staying up. But the picture of him in the cast with him with the suit on, it does fill him out a little bit. You think he's wearing padding? No, but the, just having the vest on fills out his middle rather than... But do you think he's, he's going to be wearing padding? No, I don't think... Because look in this picture. He's going to be wearing padding tin. Yeah, yeah, he has the, the stuffed bear in his stomach. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I look forward to them explaining that. That'll be good. Wait, who is this in the middle of this picture? What are you talking about? Oh, that's that's Michelle Dockery at the end. I thought that was a... Uh, I'm looking at this, this cast photo with the guy with the placard. Mm-hmm. Michelle, Michelle Dockery looks a lot, an awful lot like Cora. Like, I mean, that would trap. Good long term casting. <laughs> yeah, good long term cast. Edith, on the other hand, Could looks not like Rosamund from the daughter. rest of the family. Yeah, <laughs> maybe she is Rosamund's daughter. That'd be a. Great I think there's been some speculation about that. Really? <laughs> As in, you know, fan theories. Because Rosamund's not married, so it would make sense. Like, and and the she... way Rosamund takes Edith under her wing when Edith has uh, Marigold is very mm-hmm. maternal. Yeah, that'd be interesting. So, yeah. Huh. Well, any other news? Anything we're missing on the crown front? Not at the moment, no. It's been a busy Wonderful. week, so if there's anything we missed, just let us know, folks. <laughs> yeah, if there's anything we missed, we're probably thinking about a Fast and Furious movie. We probably don't have the time to get yeah. it this week. <laughs> yeah, we've been trying to catch up on the movies independently, and, you know, we've just been thinking a lot about F9 and what's what it, you know, Hey, I listened to the entire two-and-a-half-hour Blank Check podcast on Too Fast, Too Furious, so I'm okay. <laughs> well, I'm thoroughly ingratiated in fast culture this week. Yeah, it's at all time, but for right now, we are talking about Bridgerton, uh, season one, episode four, an affair of honor. Mm-hmm. Question mark. <laughs> is there a question mark in the title, or is that no, just, I'm, I'm just saying question mark? Is it an affair of honor? No, I, uh, we'll uh, get there. <laughs> okay, it's a gentleman's game. Gentleman's game. Oh yeah, absolutely yeah. a gentleman's game. <laughs> yeah. Um, Dave, kick it off. What's going on at the top of this episode? The, we're at the Queen's Palace because Daphne got invited. Mm-hmm. Well. By the Queen, because old Prince Prince Frederick has got his eyes on on Daphne, as we saw at the end of the last episode. And he is the Queen's nephew, so mm-hmm. the he's prince, got the Prince of Prussia. Mm-hmm. And that that's Germany, and mm-hmm. he's got something to put around her neck. That is a swanky necklace. A lot, a lot of carrots in that thing. It looks real nice on her neck. Mm-hmm. Uh, Small though, like what if what if her neck was was a little bigger? It's tight. I'm but sure she put it on, like it couldn't fit. It's not like they they measured her neck. Maybe we don't know. If you put it on in that moment and she just choked, <laughs> and that's the end of the episode. That'd be weird. Well, I mean, she does nearly pass out after putting on the necklace, so maybe the, mm-hmm. it isn't quite uh, the right fit. <laughs> hey, she's breathing hard because. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, the meaning of this necklace is a lot of stuff. He is serious about her. He wants to get on a knee. Yeah, he's he's closing in on that. Mm-hmm. And we'll get to that. Do we want to tackle some of the other smaller plot lines first? Absolutely. You want to okay. talk about Marina first? Yeah, let's talk about Marina. She's uh, being shown off again mm-hmm. to another old white man. Being expected. And this white man is a real, uh, real pervy type. I mean, yeah, he's asking to see her teeth. And know. then every time she, you know, like, he, he makes all these really offhanded comments about, like, hey, a woman can just, 
I don't need to hear your voice. I can. I want to want to watch you spin around on the dance floor. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, the idea is that he knows what men want, so that's what he's he's doing here. But man, what what a job that is for that that old dude to have. Like, couldn't they have gotten someone a little bit younger or <laughs> of the age? You know, to play this role as the suitor, or just you know. In that universe, there's someone a little bit younger. Why is it always got to be these creepy old men just leering? It, it's, well, I feel it's like gross. this is just to show us how uh, our pal Mrs. Featherington or Lady Featherington is just does not care. She just wants to marry Marina off before the baby starts showing, so we could write it off as uh, mm-hmm. this man's the, the husband's child. Yeah, and, and she says as much. What's going to happen when this baby pops out? You know, like what, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. And Dave, just to follow up on last week, because you were thinking she may have already been pregnant before she got there. I remembered you're totally wrong on that, because as I told you in the, when we talked about the first episode, we see her in the bed with blood on the sheets. Uh, okay. Which you, you before she left had tuned out, so that's why you couldn't remember last hey, week. I'm too, I, got, I got fast on the mind. <laughs> okay, all right. So yes, she did get pregnant after she got there. Anyways, though, uh, there is a ball going on, though. There's many balls in this episode. Mm-hmm. There's, There's many balls ball. in every episode. <laughs> and it's funny because it always looks like it's the same room. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, I know they have the Netflix money, but it always looks like they just dressed up the same room a little bit differently or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, uh, like, it, it's like the circle when they when they repaint an apartment. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like... It's the same same uh, bones, but with a new coat of paint. Right, we we know you're stretching a dollar, Netflix. Mm-hmm. Hey, let them stretch that. Dollar. But anyways, yeah, she's not getting uh, too many people interested in her, Marina. No, just the, and it seems they keep going back to this one old guy with the with the the mm-hmm. frog like throat with the big neck. Yeah, and the mother is getting increasingly frustrated because she knows she's got to get this girl paired off, you know, mm-hmm. or else the truth will come out. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, not really, not really a great episode, and it seems as though the way we leave things, Marina's kind of accepted this fate. Well, until one of the dashing Bridgertons comes in. Oh yeah, that's right. What, what do you mean? Oh yeah, that's right. It's a huge thing in this episode. It's a, he kind of swoops in and walks away with her, but I feel like, you know, like it, that that's not settled. We're still in motion with that. What are you talking about? Well, I, yeah, we are in motion, but so. He comes I didn't in. forget that it happened. I'm just looking about the way, like her her brain is at the point where she's kind of like Daphne is, but okay. in the on the other side. Okay. Well, I don't know what this Bridgerton's calling his deal is. He just seems to want to make women not feel bad about themselves or something. I don't know. He's the, he's the self esteem boy. He comes in and he starts dancing with her, and they seem to be having a moment. You know, they have some magic, and and this is the same one that saved Penelope from the bullying. Exactly. Which is why we get that scene where afterwards uh, Marina's telling uh, Penelope, you know, about this guy that she ran into, and she's thinking like this will be more. This this will lead to us possibly getting married. Uh, Penelope is upset and she is not having any of that. Yeah, and does the, I mean we can Dave, just do you tie recall that? Right? that? Do you? Because oh, of course, yeah. it's, a, it's a direct result of that calling guy stepping in there. Hey. Okay. And that ties directly into the Eloise story. Exactly. Which is, she's trying to find out who uh, Lady Lady Whistledown is. There's so many right, she's multiple syllable last names here. Lady yeah. Whistledown. 
she's got nothing better to do. You know, she wants to fly. She's, mm-hmm. she's imagining that. Yeah, she's uh, like, uh, yeah, she's why, why? What does it? She says, squawk and settle, or never leave the the nest. That's those yeah. are her two options. She wants to fly. <laughs> well, you ain't gonna be flying for another hundred years, you know, in, in this universe or I guess, mm-hmm. whatever universe takes place in. Uh, so, yeah, what better way to pass time than trying to figure out Whistledown's identity? So we really went from last week thinking, well, maybe she is Whistledown. She's just lying to people. To oh no, no, she doesn't know who Whistledown is, and she's gonna get to the bottom of it. Yeah, and there's really there's this is what a three scene subplot basically. Just so we about, have the I mean, scene with her one scene and Penelope talking yeah, about it. One scene she's in the background just taking notes, <laughs> mm-hmm. trying to figure things out, and then she busts into the 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 maid or whatever mm-hmm. we don't know exactly her rank. One of the servants rooms, help. and she's digging around, and the servant walks in, and it's like, "What are you doing down here?" And there's a pretty good throwdown between Eloise and this this woman. Where the woman, she gets the one up and she's like, get out of here. You really think I'm Lady Whistledown? I think if I have the time to be Lady Whistledown. Mm-hmm. I'm too busy cleaning up after you. <laughs> yeah. She said, I used to wipe your butt. <laughs> that's that's one way to get one over on someone. How can they come back from that? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, anyways, though. So, she doesn't have time to be Whistledown. So... Goes yeah. back to Penelope because because she because now she's been spending some time reading about this whistle down, you know, and she's got yeah, theories just doing her detective work. And, and she goes she goes over to, to to Penelope, knocks on the door late at night, and Penelope's mm-hmm. in a state because the little little nerdy savior of of the the fallen women, Colin Bridgerton, done broke her heart. She says. I don't want none of this. Other people, we have things to worry about, like getting married off. And Eloise is like, "What are you talking about? Getting married off? Like, weren't we just saying the other day, like, um, <laughs> you know, to hell with men and stuff like that?" And now Penelope's like, "No, no, no. <laughs> I kind of actually, uh, I like men." <laughs> but she's she's like, "Look, your sister's gonna get your whole family. But if if Daphne gets a good stamp, the Bridgertons are gonna have a good run." Mm-hmm. We're not gonna have us Featheringtons are not are SOL, yeah. and that bothers me sometimes. And then she's like, "Eloise, get out of here!" and it closes the door. So that's the end of that for this week. So we we'll have to wait another week to find out who uh, Whistledown is, maybe, and uh, hopefully Penelope can get her get herself straight. You know, don't get so hung up on this Colin guy. I mean, all these Bridgertons look the same. So if you fail with one, why not, why not try the other? You know, they all look dang same. One's got floppy <laughs> hair. One's got Tufted up hair. One's got straight ahead hair, they, they, but they look exactly the same. Same long face. It's they look so like confusing. the Jonas Brothers in the early 1800s. <laughs> I think that that's accurate. That 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 is yeah. Can't can't tell them that much apart really. Yeah. Uh, while we're on the subject of the Featheringtons, mm-hmm. one of the weirdest subplots of this episode is Lord Featherington. Benedict, right? Is he Benedict? Uh, the one with with uh, the artist, right? No, 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 Featheringtons, not Bridgertons. Oh, the fe- oh, yeah, that feather. I'm oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The the husband to uh, Lady Featherington. <laughs> yep, Lord Lord Featherington. He'd spent all the money. Man, they they are just recycling a lot of Down Abbey kind of storylines. It seems like you know the mm-hmm. the male husband who just loses all the fortune, all the money. Yeah, but we don't know what to. 
at the beginning of that scene, did you think he was? Do you think it was money related, or do you think he was having like correspondence with women and stuff like that? I don't know what to think. See, he he comes in so stern and so hot, you know, about his opinions on Marina and stuff like that. And Lady Featherington gets to the bottom of it, and then it's like he completely changes character. <laughs> he turns He's, into um, uh, what's uh, what's uh, Pride and Prejudice, the dad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, Father Bennett. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mr. Bennett. He, he's <laughs> pretty much. He he goes from this sort of like I'm gonna be there for you guys and and kind of speak my truth in the moment where I have to speak my truth and then I'll kind of hold my tongue and let mom be mom the rest of the time. Mm-hmm. And then in this he's like, oh no, I've been making bad. He turns into Robert Robert Crawley. He's like, I've been screwing yeah. things up. He's like whining to her, like, oh no, man, I really messed up. And it's like, no, really. And he spent all of his daughter's dowries. He spent all their money. Yeah. Yeah, and and Dave, I looked it up. It is Mr. Bennett. That's just the name, Mr. Bennett. So. Yeah, it is Mr. Bennett. <laughs> yeah, Bill um, Bennett, William Bennett. Yeah. So. Anyways. Bad week for the Featheringtons. The whole gang of them. Yeah, they are not doing too too hot there. I I really did not expect him to be crying like he did. It, it, the the look on his face was just like, who is this? Who is this man? He had like such a strong, imposing like mask on, and then he's just like. He looks like he looks like De Niro when he's like you know <laughs> coming to you with an offer or something. <laughs> he looks like like twenty ten De Niro. <laughs> yeah, he looks like he's, Paul Rudd's impression of De Niro. <laughs> yeah, it's like who is this guy? Um, so the other side plot uh, is the one I was just referencing was is Benedict uh, Bridgerton, mm-hmm. who is hanging out with I don't care to learn his name. It's it's Charles Blake. <laughs> Sir Henry is his name. So it's it's. I think it's Sir Henry. Um, it's Sir it's Henry. definitely Henry. I don't know if it's Sir Henry or. Something it's actually else. Uh, it's uh yeah it's Henry and it, it really it's just Charles Blake from Down Abbey. That's what I'm just yeah. going to call him because that's all that matters. Names don't matter. Uh, both are artists and uh they're looking at some art. <laughs> I don't know where exactly, but yeah, they're at like a, a place. <laughs> I think I think it's actually. Well, no, it's like the same like hangout that we see Simon and um, the gentleman's Tony kind of at, hang out at, you know, like that kind of like just bro room for, for dudes to hang out in. But they're 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 looking at art, and Charles Blake invites him back to his place because I know all about art. Well, he he's like, hey, remember how you criticized me? You got anything to say about these paintings? You want to talk? Yeah. You want yeah. to talk, or you want to show up? Right. And then old old Benny shows up. Mm-hmm. And. They're they're passing the J around. <laughs> they're getting a little loose. They're naked people. Well, that's the that, man. So Dave, I mean, we've covered a lot of British shows. I don't mm-hmm. think we've gotten full on knickers out <laughs> as we have uh, right I think here. Crown, we did a couple times. Maybe. Oh, maybe we did. Uh, here though, it's just like open door. What? Bam! <laughs> it's like wait, wait a second. I can only imagine because like we got we got some tush in this show. We, we've seen some mm-hmm. of that, but then this the, the four episodes ends like no, we got the whole we got the whole we're here caboodle, <laughs> yeah. Um, and this pa- this plays alongside this sort of uh, weird party, the mm-hmm. the party that could lead you down a dark path if you get caught singing and dancing with the wrong person. Yeah. So this is the real controversy. But these people are just sort of like we're just living. And Sir Henry comes out with a great monologue about being the middle child, where he's like, I don't have any of the responsibility, but I get to have all the fun. Yeah, I got all the women right here. We get to draw, we got to draw all the time. 
I don't, and we, I don't. I don't think he's interested in the women. But yeah, we see uh, Henry's uh, uh, sketch first, and it's just a, a stick figure with boobs on it. <laughs> he doesn't know how to paint or draw. It's just a, a ploy to get people to show up there. Yeah, I, I think there's. I think there's something going on with with Sir Henry. Well, yeah, because Benedict. Oh yeah, because yeah. then we see Benedict's drawing, and it's another stick figure with boobs on it too. And he doesn't know how to draw. It's just big excuses They're they make to hang out with each other. Get, get high and hang out. <laughs> yeah, and just draw stick figures. Like, oh yeah, I, I know how to work on my lines. You know, <laughs> I know what I'm doing as they're just drawing over the same line in the. That's a torso. It's the black sheet. <laughs> yeah. And by the end of it, <laughs> they don't know what they're doing. Um, and then the funny thing is to me is so Benedict sits down and you see he's sitting at an angle so you see mm-hmm. a little bit of a tush on the lady but when we cut to later in the scene where we see what he's drawing he's drawing the full on boobs on both the women it's like you didn't have an angle to both of those bro he's been this is the this is probably the first time he's seen that do you think he's like walking around and he's just like you know just doing his umpire like getting down and like you got the joint in his mouth yeah leering at these women like huh? we got what, like 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 simon's dad a couple episodes ago. <laughs> yeah yeah like like simon's dad looking at the baby being born he's just looking at these women going back to his board drawing up a little bit smoking a little jay in between <laughs> i think i think he's not seeing how much sir henry's looking at him yeah not at all uh so that's, that's pretty much where they leave I mean, it right <laughs> All the all the Bridgerton boys kind of wind up in the same place. I mean, Charles Blake is like, "Come back anytime, brother." And, and Benedict's like, "Hey, I'll see you soon." It's funny because like this storyline just came out of nowhere. We barely saw Benedict for the first two episodes, and it's like, "Yeah, we're just gonna have this storyline in here." It's like, "Okay, cool." Yeah, all right. I mean, this must be in the book because why else would you shoehorn this into an hour long episode? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't. Uh, fine by me though. It's okay. Oh, it's fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, Benedict is like, I enjoy myself way too much. <laughs> oh, he's having the time. He's having the time of his life, and he doesn't yeah. even realize it's, it's going to get more fun. Nope. So yeah, the big storyline is the only one that's really left, right? The Simon and Daphne ongoing uh, drama. Yeah. Um, so Simon's got his uh, his buddy who's boxing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we see Simon at the beginning of this episode punching a punching bag that's. Encased in leather. I don't know if they, if they had that kind of punching bag back then. I, sure think they, I mean, I think that's what a lot of things were made out of. I think it was like more cotton than leather. Cotton? <laughs> made out of cotton? No, no, no. Like, you know, in like a pillow like type of thing. Like, I I don't know. Maybe we need to... This is an alternate universe. So who cares? But it just seemed like, man, that's some mad expensive leather to be beaten up on. I don't know. I mean, the rich guy... Well, we, Simon's got money, so he's probably bankrolling right. his friend. He's right, his, he's he's just Bobby Heenan. He's got to be there to be his manager. Well, he's uh, I feel like he. It's more like he's the Stallone to uh, Simon is the, the Stallone to his friends Carl Weathers. Or it would be reversed because Carl Weathers is there for Stallone. But Carl Weathers is a side character. Okay, fine. So this is like Rocky Four. I'm thinking this is this is the the role they're playing. Not quite. <laughs> yeah, not not quite. Uh, so. They're going to have a fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's what Simon's training him for, except there's some vested interest in the person he's fighting. Yes, yeah, this dude that the that Prince Frederick is signing off on. Mm-hmm. So we're, we we know that Tony, is, is Prince Frederick told Tony to bring Daphne to the, the boxing fight. So yeah. So they could hang and talk. And we see that 
Tone or, or Daphne and Simon both just get like every time they cross paths with each other, it's like a flashbang went off in a Call of Duty game, <laughs> and they're just like, wee, 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 wee. They, and they're just staring at each other. Right, right, just wide eyed, like what just happened? <laughs> You're here? Oh no. Um, so yeah, Daphne is down to watch a fight. You know, mm-hmm. honestly, Dave, who did you have your money on to win this fight? I thought the white guy was going to win. I thought so, too. I thought it was, like, way too overly confident in Simon's friend to be like, he's just going to walk away with this. Like, Or I thought it was going to be like a fix was in and somebody went against the fix. But there was no fix, apparently. No, it was, like, a easy, just, like... Also, K-O. I don't know... Lay yeah, I don't out. know what the rules were for boxing in, in this universe, but you're allowed to hit people when they're down on the ground? That, that That's, like, this not... the 1800s. It's brutal. <laughs> the guy is down, and he knocks him again. It's, like... Where did Bare knuckle do- too. Yeah, where were you taught that? <laughs> um, and then we see that there's a brief scene where the the. So is this Lord Featherington? Or, or, or all my my old men combined mixed up? Mm-hmm. That we see the guy who's like, "Oh, I'll get you all your money that I owe you. I just need a couple days because we didn't anticipate this handy of a loss." Like they make a point to say that all these people that made their wagers are not getting paid. Right. But I didn't. I'm, I wasn't tracking whether or not that was Lord Featherington because I probably wouldn't pick him out in a mm-hmm. room. Yeah, I don't know. Either way, somebody's on the hook for all this bet, betting money, and they're making a point to to show it to us. So it'll probably pay off in some capacity down the road. Yeah. So uh, I hope there's more boxing. Actually, I enjoy watching that. <laughs> hey, it's good. Um, Always fun. Some combat sports. Right. Uh, oh, we didn't talk about um, Mr. Finch. Wait, who's Finch? Mr. Finch is the guy that goes after Philip of Bridgerton. Who's the kind of nerdy man. Wait, who's Philip Bridgerton? Philippa. Philippa. Oh, Philippa. I totally missed this. Wait, wait, what are you talking about? The guy that, the like doofy guy that's like hitting on the other Bridgerton sister. Oh, but if it's like you, only like a, a parting thing. Like it's like a, 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 one it of happens the in two right. scenes. They bring it up and they say that he, they've seen each other multiple times. Oh, okay, man, there's too many of these British and Featherington. <laughs> that one's a very minor, minor like F level plot. <laughs> it's on the same level as uh, as as the Daphne or not Daphne uh, Penelope. Marina? That that's a stretch. That is absolutely a stretch. I, I have it in my notes. Mr. Finch comes up in the beginning, and then he comes up in the middle. Like, he's in, like a, a well-meaning nerdy dude. All right. I look forward to just seeing it next time we watch an episode. I'm but again, all the men that are, like, not important have, like, floofy blonde or reddish hair and big sideburns. Mm-hmm. So they all blend together. All the Bridgerton boys blend together. All the I've... non-Bridgerton boys blend together. Yeah, to be honest, whoever this casting director is, though, like... To not do a great job at hiring people who you can differentiate from each other. Honestly. Yeah, especially with the gimmick being that like racism doesn't exist and there's no, you know, we don't see color. Everyone is the same. Mm-hmm. Let's get some more people to just look different. You know, <laughs> yeah, something. get some Hispanic people, some Asian people, some other. I just feel Why like not? it's just black people and white people in this show. Which isn't, I mean, isn't the worst thing, but it's just like the faces. They all seem to somehow look similar. Yeah, and if, if you are trying to remove race as a discussion point from the show, include everybody. And it'll make those scenes so it'll make characters pop more just knowing that they look different. Different color skin, different color hair. All the 
well, everything kind the of key matches. Issue with this Finch fella, because I just looked him up, looked him up on IMDb. He doesn't look that different from Prince Frederick. It's just That's a skinny just said. Wh- yeah, he, white blonde just, boy. Yeah, it's the same. It's the same shtick. They look like background characters in Frozen. Yeah, that's the other thing too. Is like they're not hiring like a list like recognizable talent. They're hiring people like Charles Blake, who I know from Downton, but I wouldn't know him otherwise. But he's a high point. Downton. He's a he's a, a one of the higher like well cast people where he's acting. He he has some depth. He looks different. He's older. Yeah. You're telling me, brother. I actually uh, wrote in my notes that I feel like Prince Frederick sounds like a non-playable character in like a an Assassin's Creed video game. Sure. Yeah, or some pirates game or something. He's a he's not a great actor. He's he's very it's monotone and dull. I told you I, I went off on him last week. I told you I don't like this uh, Freddie Stroma character. I've seen him in enough TV and stuff. That's to the know, actor's name. Yeah, that's the actor's name. To know I just don't really like this guy whenever he shows up in anything I'm watching, and I don't like mm-hmm. him here. So you heard that? We're coming for you, Stroma. <laughs> yeah. We're getting John C. Elmore your parts from here on out. How's that there's, sound? There, there's a reason why you're the guy who's uh, not going to end up with Daphne. Spoiler alert, because I, I can tell you this much. You ain't going to get her, brother. He might. <laughs> maybe. Maybe they, they, they do a swerve. I don't know. That'd um, be the swerve of the century. <laughs> yeah, I'd be all in on that swerve. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tony comes in. He's got word. You know, this guy's going to propose. Mm-hmm. And he gives him the okay. Well, he says he doesn't give him the okay, but he says, talk, talk to my sister. He says, I... I I know my sister's an independent enough woman that she's not going to let me talk for her. So come on in. Come on to the house. We'll yeah. cook you up a casserole or something. And this is all before a big ball where we also see Tony hanging out with uh, Simon. And he tells him, you know, how wrong he was about him. You know? Mm-hmm. That, that, that you know what, Simon? Yeah, I know we're friends. I had you all wrong this entire time. You're, you're a totally good guy, even though we're you're friends. You're my pal. <laughs> we all have those friends who we judge. But, you know. They're friends. But I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry, Tom, uh, Simon. Uh, Dave, did you pay attention to what the men were drinking in this episode? It's like little like shot glasses. Right. And the color of the bourbon or whatever they're drinking looks like apple juice. It does not look like alcohol. I mean, I'm sure it is apple juice. I'm sure. It just looks a little bit too much like apple juice for me to buy that they're drinking, especially later in this episode. Maybe brandy. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It, looks, it doesn't look like brandy. It, it, later on in this episode... There's multiple shots of people just knocking it back and slamming the glass down on the table. And it's like... Glass guys, shatters all over their hands. Yeah, you guys must have been hopped up on some sugar from all that the apple juice you've been slamming back. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just... Come on, Netflix. Where's the money? I want to see them drinking. <laughs> yeah, we want to see drunk Jonas Brothers. Absolutely. Anyways, that ball is happening that night. Uh, Tony sees his ex, Sienna, singing. Yep. Uh, and he's he's looking at her, and, and Mother uh, uh, Bridgerton swoops in. And is like, here's a girl who's a niece of someone you know. Ain't Mama she Bridgerton, she's doing her part. <laughs> yeah. And the prince keeps trying to dance with Daphne, and she keeps spinning herself away. <laughs> well, it's like they're in a formation. It's like mm-hmm. a, a organized dance. She's not trying to get away from him, but she's willingly like cutting him short, kind of before he can finish mm-hmm. like whatever he's saying. Be like, next guy. <laughs> oh, and we also kind of skipped over the fact that. Uh, Lady Danbury has a little send off for for Simon. Oh yeah, where where she's like, "You're gonna do what you always do, which is take everything you have for granted." Mm-hmm. Which is like Lady Danbury comes in with these monologues where it's like, "You think you are like the the cool mysterious man, but no, 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 you're 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 a coward. Like, don't yeah. run away from this, you idiot, dummy." <laughs> Uh, 
so but speaking of running away from things right in this sort of dance we see that the the prince frederick is is circling in on asking a question mm-hmm. and when he starts to ask that question daphne's like uh-uh i gotta go i got i need a minute this necklace is feeling a little hot on me it's a, and she, you know. she goes outside and throws it off <laughs> yeah it was it was choking her out the whole time. We were right. It was just, yeah. just too tight. Too tight. She's like, I gotta go see my jeweler. Gotta get <laughs> yeah. this resized. And she goes outside, and who is there to see her? Old Simon, the Duke. And she's like, What are you doing here? And he's like, I'm just here to say goodbye. <laughs> you know me. And she starts going through a hedge maze. Mm-hmm. Because she wants to get away from him. That's how you. And that's how you lose someone. You just get lost in the maze, right? Yeah, it's like The Shining. Sure. And but they didn't lose her. No, they, they start, start. They start going at it. <laughs> he is hands all over her. Mm-hmm. And it is hot and heavy. That Tony comes out and sees it. <laughs> and he comes. He, he's just like, wait, I was wrong. You aren't good. You aren't a nice guy. He's like, I'll see you in the. This is like Tommy Gunn. This is like Rocky Five. <laughs> yeah, they have a street fight. <laughs> No, he's like, I challenge you to a duel. <laughs> and it's funny. All I can think about when I hear that is just like Charlie Murphy from like a uh, Chappelle show. <laughs> like, I challenge you to a duel like they do in the old days, you know, <laughs> their honor. <laughs> and they're like, huh? And Simon's like, I get you. Sure. Get your gun, we're brother. Gonna, we're going <laughs> to do at, this. See at dawn. <laughs> like legit. It's like, I thought we were friends. Like, no, I want to kill you. <laughs> get your hands off her. Well, he him. He calls and him a bastard. Yeah, they're, they're, there's this worry that other people might have seen because Daphne goes back into the party and that blonde girl that swooned last episode mm-hmm. is like, wow, you're doing really good with the prince. We never thought you'd do that. And she's jealous. She's like, I, I want to, like, I'm going to be following you. Uh, you know, you, you know you're making enemies. And Daphne's like, I don't want to make enemies. He chose me. <laughs> like, what do you want? Well, Daphne gets a little serious. Daph- Daphne turns a little heel right there. There's a, there's some... I think she's telling the truth, though, to this girl. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah, she is. Her. Uh... But, yeah, I mean, it seems like that Christina may have seen her. Who knows? But th- we did skip over one little tidbit. It was after Tony catches him, calls him bastard. He says, you will marry her. <laughs> you will marry her, which is, like, the weird, like, approach to take. Well, he's like, like, what if somebody else saw this? The only solution is marriage. <laughs> right? That's what you got to do. Get on the knee, bro. What are you doing? Get on the knee. <laughs> and, sure, and sure enough, they get married. They immediately get married. So there's your options. Either get married or we will shoot and kill each other. <laughs> And then we get the nice little sequence where where Tony's like, get the get the boys here. We need mm-hmm. Ben. We need my other brother, whatever his name is. What yeah. is his other name? Colin. Mm-hmm. Like Colin, put down your 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 sympathy, women. Benedict, put that joint down. Yep. Come home. We got to talk. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna go kill a man. <laughs> 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 and you're going to take the fall for me. And Benedict's like, wait, what? No. He puts the gun in Benedict's hand, and he's like, do it. <laughs> and then uh, then to- Tony... Tony's that doesn't happen. Le- that, that did not happen. It, no, it does not. He goes to vi- make a stop to see El Siena. Right, he tells his, his, his brother Benedict, like, I'm going to kill a man. I, I got I to gotta, I gotta go get some trim first, brother. <laughs> <laughs> he says, yeah, I'll see you in the morning. And yeah. Sienna's like, no, I don't want any part of you. And he's like, look, what if we could get away, you know, get away from all this, all this drama. I may die tomorrow <laughs> because I yeah. chose to. 
Because my sister's on her. I can go around doing whatever I want with whatever opera singer. But the second someone touches my sister, i got to kill that person. Yeah. And then they start doing their thing with the door wide open the to the street. With the door wide open. <laughs> Talk about controversy. Who sees what? You see it. You see, she jumps on him. Yeah. They, they're, she's straddling him, and the door is still wide open. Lady Whistledown and, is definitely going to catch wind of this. Oh, she is definitely jotting notes from across the street. You got Henry draw, drawing stick figures from the other side of the street. Everyone saw this. Oh, yeah. This is going to be all over the news. But mm-hmm. then we go go to the duel. It's the next morning at dawn. <laughs> yeah. Well, I grounds. mean, Daphne went to go get the other brother, Colin. Mm-hmm. And she's like, this can't happen. They, they can't die over me. Because she like, wakes up in the middle of the night like, I can't do this. And Colin's like, I think they can kill each other. And she's like, can we just not? <laughs> Maybe they'll just kill one of them. I think ideally only one of them dies. Yeah. But she remembers, like, wait a second, Chrysidia saw us because she referenced the garden. She knows, so I have to marry him, obviously, or else this mm-hmm. will ruin yeah, me forever. The prince will just—he'll—he'll find out, and the controversy will just ruin the Bridgerton family. Yeah. So she so, she flies. That horse is flying. Right. I mean, Simon's got his boy there uh, that he helps. Boxing uh, boy. Yeah, to back him up, and then uh, Tony's got his brother Benedict. Hmm. Benedict's still a little a little high from the night before. Yeah. Simon's got his boy Will. That's that the boxer. That's the boxer. Will, but uh, okay. uh yeah, he tell <laughs> Tony tells Benedict there's a letter for a woman if I die. You gotta give it to her. And, and he also tells Benedict too, like, if I die, you're gonna carry on the legacy. You're gonna be you're gonna be the man. And Benedict's like, I'm starting to think I swing uh I swing around, bro. <laughs> I don't know. He doesn't tell him that, but he's, he's thinking. You don't it. you don't know what I'm up to. I just yeah. I draw something doesn't mean I want it. Exactly. Uh, one of the most best moments of this episode, though, is uh, Will asking Simon, "Is there anything I need to take care of?" And Simon's like, "I'm all, I'm all spoken for. <laughs> I'm all good to go. I'm ready to die." He says, "I'm, I'm ready to go." Uh, they, 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 they also have paces. a man there that they paid to, to, to oversee <laughs> the, to see this the whole duel thing. lord, the lord of the duel. <laughs> I like you have to pay a fee to this guy. You may die. He's like twenty five so bucks. Might as well Look, you just gotta enforce these rules and make sure we walk thirty paces and turn around. Well, how does that work though? Like, okay, so they do the duel. Someone gets a shot off. Another person's shot and killed. Does that guy step and be like, "Wait, this guy didn't do it correctly. <laughs> he violated the rules." Oh, the guy's already <laughs> shot. You know, you gotta go back to the rule book. Yeah. Uh, so they get through their full ten paces. And they turn around, and Simon's like, I, "I'm not gonna shoot this guy. <laughs> He's my friend." Tony don't care. He's ready. But then, yeah. And then like a bullet, that horse f- flies on the frame, mm-hmm. and and Daphne falls off. I mean, yeah, Tony fires off a shot still, but it, it goes far right. And we hear, we hear Simon's like, Daphne! And then Tony's like, little sister! And I, I, to their credit, they don't play up how injured she might be, because usually they milk that moment of like, oh man, she really fell off that horse. Here she's just like, kips it's like, up. It's like, yeah, she she just gets up. She's like, "No, you didn't shoot me." Yeah, I wanted them to see that horse gushing. <laughs> they hit the horse. I don't think this is the kind of show for that. No, we just get nudity. No, no blood. That's okay. That's all right. Um. So yeah, Daphne and Simon have a few words. Mm-hmm. And Simon's like, "I can't marry you." She's can't like, "Why not?" The dude's imp- impotent. Can't, like, can't give her a child. I got no swimmers. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and he's like, I know you really want children, which to this point, I don't think she's really even talked about that. Yeah, she's, but he's, he's like, I know how much. Well, Prince Frederick does say to her, like, you do value your family, right? Mm-hmm. And she's like, yes, I do. So then Simon must have overheard that. I guess, but he's like really put, putting like some pressure on her, saying like, you really love children, you want them. And she's like, I guess. She, she, she turns to the camera and she goes, I'm marrying the Duke now. And then it, let's do it. You know, that's the cut to credit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's pretty much it. She says, because no, they want to re, re, restart the duel and do it over. Tony's got some blood, uh, you know, lust in him. You should just pop him in the head right there. Screw oh, the man. rules. No, man, that would be, <laughs> That'd be a great. Should have shot the horse so instead. So, just so, like, yeah. oh, come on, someone's, someone's got to go here. Got it. Yeah, something's got to shoot the duel master. Yeah. Uh, so before they can do that, that's when Daphne says, no, I want to uh-huh. marry the Duke. I'm going to marry the Duke. I agree. Bill Duke. Yeah. So. Cut to black. Good episode. Over. There's some some fat that could have been trimmed off it, but it was a good episode overall. Yeah, I, thought, I, thought. I thought it was pretty entertaining. When, any episode with a duel of any show, you got a winner. I, I, yeah, I, a I climactic it. duel, too. Yeah. I would have so. taken the horse, you know, something happened, Daphne getting shot in the leg or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing missing a, from, like, Downton is more duels, I think. There's really not a single duel in Downton. No. Even Br- Bricker. Maybe Bricker will come back in the movie and challenge Maybe, Robert. That'd be, that'd be dope. But I, I thought it was a good episode. I thought it was pretty entertaining front to back. Like I, it, I was think a, it, each... it was a very difficult episode to formulate power rankings on, though. I bit. found this one very difficult as far as, like... I mean, we can get to them right now. Yeah. I, I just want to say, I find the show picking up speed with each episode. I feel like it keeps getting better and better. So. Yeah. Or at least more I'm involving, at least. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, that you can put aside any kind of reservations about, like, the, the art style and how, like, over the top everything looks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, Dave, why don't, we, why don't you kick off the, the power rankings? Who's, who's going down at number uh, three for you? Going down at number three is Marina. Things aren't looking great for her. Okay. We got the little Bridgerton boy coming through, but she's still, you know, like she's still being conned by her aunt or whatever the relationship it, relationship is to the Lady Featherington. Mm-hmm. And we see you in Lady Featherington's like, this stuff is not working. We're, we're not like, we're not getting what we want. So yeah. it's just a, not a great week for... She's still pregnant, you know? Not great. Yeah. Who do you got going down? I got Lord Featherington. The guy's broke, <laughs> and he's crying over it. Yeah, that's, that's... Tough times, man. Hard times. Well, at number two, I just feel like... I, this is my gut, and I, I'm kind of... I really don't know if I still stand by this, but I don't want to make a shotgun decision and change my power rankings. Simon, man, he got no swimmers. He's just okay. trying to get... He's trying to, like, cut off... Uh, Daphne mm-hmm. to avoid hurting her but he can't control his impulses and he winds up in a situation where he might like put her entire family on the line we see he's grown a conscious and we see his, his maternal figure Lady Danbury's calling him out on his behavior and yeah. he's got no swimmers so it goes well number two I got Penelope okay. she is all alone and she has no friends now uh, rough week she, she shoes away Eloise she doesn't have any prospective men looking for her and she's a grown woman too. What's she gonna do? Yeah, she's yeah. She's just like a a year older than Eloise, and the fact that she's on the market. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, on the note of Penelope, I just lumped them all together. The Featheringtons. It's a rough week. Yeah, that's true. You grown broke. Mom is is not a great person, from what I've gathered in the, a couple mm-hmm. episodes. She's vain and not great. She's very much Mrs. Bennett, and yeah. I don't like her very much. And then. Dad has spent all the money. We don't know how. We just spent the money. So it goes. 
Well, so, number one Penelope, going down. Obviously. I got Simon. Dude is, dude is empty. He's running on empty. And also, he's got a man straight up trying to kill him in this episode. His friend uh, that yeah. forgave him 20 minutes right. prior. Right. You, you messed up. And also, we we left out that he gets punched while he's on the ground, too, by Tony. Oh, I said it. I said it. It's like, I yeah. said it's like Rocky Five. It's like Tommy Gunn. But all the, like, multiple times backyard. this episode, people get sucker punched just when they're on the ground. Like, this is rough. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. Hope you hope you find something in you, Simon. That, that's uh, that's not great. Yeah. Well, who do you have going up, Corey? What's a uh... Marina? She had a good week. She finally got with Colin, and she's got ideas in her head that she's going to be spoken for. She's going to be all settled, and she won't have to worry about this baby. Good for her. This drama's coming soon. Come. Okay. All right. Try and justify going your downright. You didn't even realize he existed. I got Mister Lord Finch. This dude. I comes prefer in, people have a... more than one or two lines in an episode. He has like four. Okay. He comes and he does some good work, I think. All right. He's trying. <laughs> and okay. he's, he's, I feel like he's a, a modest success. We don't really see a lot of people aiming appropriate. Emphasis on modest. I, the guy did not register with me. <laughs> and I know I'm taking a lot of notes, but yeah. Get him outside of like a ball scene or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure we will. We saw him at the house or something, but we'll, we'll get more of, of, of old yeah. Finchie. Well, I we got, got a Tony position at number two. Tony. Okay. Oh, he does. I guess he... He doesn't lose the duel. No, he, he fires off a shot. <laughs> he gets one and then gets it in with with uh, Sienna too. And like, mm-hmm. you know, he I think as heated as he gets, he shows like, I'm going to run the show even think, if things aren't going to go my way. If, if things aren't going to go my way, I'm going to kill someone. So, <laughs> all right, all the power to you, Will. Uh, uh, Tony, don't, don't Tony? come for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of Will, Will's my number two. He's my number one. Will won the match. <laughs> He's a knockout king. Yeah. He just Credit bludgeons to him. the he guy. Won. Absolutely. He has five. He has five lines, so that's enough for you. And he's a credible heater for Simon. You see that guy coming around, like oh, that's the that's the diesel to Simon Sean. Absolutely, you do not want to mess with this Will Mondrick. So, all the power to him. Number one in the power rankings this year, this week. My, my number one. He had a good time. He went to a party. <laughs> he got a little high. <laughs> it's Benedict. Okay. He's saying, you know what? People don't care about us other Bridgerton boys, but then we see. Old Pigman is like, look, you're in the best position because you all you got all you stand to do in life is gain. You have fun. You don't need yeah. to worry about be, having airs. Smoke a J, bro. He's like, hit this, brother. <laughs> <laughs> and that Just is listen to some Pink Floyd, <laughs> right? Uh, it is an affair of honor this week. Is it an affair of honor? This duel? Not really, because they don't duel. <laughs> Yeah, it's a, it's it's a horse interferes. Yeah, yeah, it's a little. The little duel angry. master should be like, no, I demand someone mm-hmm. dies. <laughs> yeah, there, yeah, there needs to be an honorable finish to this one. Yeah, it's uh, truly not one of honor. Yeah. Well, this week, Dave, we are recording our bonus episode for "Death Comes to Pemberley" uh, for yes. our upstairs uh, tier mm-hmm. Patreon subscribers. So, if people want to hear that, they can tune into that. Indeed. Have you been watching anything else, Dave? Uh. No, not really. I've watched Death uh, Death Comes to Pemberley. Those three, it's okay. three full hours. So Absolutely. I watched. I guess that was what because we're recording this a day late. Mm-hmm. Um, watched Furious Seven, and okay. I'm halfway through Furious Fate of the Furious. So when we're done recording the Death Comes to Pemberley, I'm going to finish Fate of the Furious. Yeah, I'm going to probably put on Fate of the Furious. I got to go purchase it because it's not available anywhere to stream. <laughs> oh wow! I know. They're, they're I think I have a digital code I could send you. Well, we'll talk about that offline. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to read this, like, 30-digit <laughs> yeah, thing. Someone else gets it. Um, 
yeah, busy week, honestly. I have not been able to watch too much beyond <laughs> these shows, to be honest. And then some NBA when I, when I can squeeze it in. Great. Some good games. Uh, otherwise, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, we have a website where you can find all our episodes and our Podbean. descriptions and stuff. Yeah, on Podbean. And we got merch and we got everything out there for you guys. So leave us yeah, and join that Patreon if you're interested. Mm-hmm. And uh, apologies for the the silence at the end of the last episode. We didn't make, want it to feel like a Disney Plus show with about ten extra minutes of right. of dead audio. But that was a. Uh, I realized that after I uploaded it, and I said, you know, maybe people thought it was like a Disney Plus show. There might be a post credit. People sequence. probably thought they were going to get all of two princes, and they didn't get all of two princes. Well, <laughs> if you well, hopefully, you know. You'll get the same amount of Two Princes this week. Yes. Until next time. So until we meet again. <laughs>